Welcome to the Boomer Dad and Millennial Comrades podcast. First up, we got Evan. Hi, I'm Evan, and I'm a loser clown who doesn't show up to meetings. <laughs> All right, up next, we got Jared. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Always good to hear from you, brother. All right, we got Jen Jen up next. How you doing, Jen Jen? Hello, I'm good. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. All right, all right. Up next, we got our favorite boomer dad, Ron. Yeah, it's uh, the doctor the rocks. Ready to crank it up. So, crank it up and rip off the knob. <laughs> and then this, this, this is mine. I'll just be like, and finally we got me. We're going to kick things off with uh, talking about what socialism means to each of us. Um, and we do have we do have a guest with us. His name is Seth. He's here. He's our guest. Uh, and so I I guess I will start um, with my definition of what socialism is to me, which is uh, socialism is, in my opinion, the steps towards building communism. Uh, communism being a classless, moneyless, stateless society. Um, and... Socialism is the gap between capitalism and socialism, or and communism. Sorry, and uh, it's what it's what fills that gap, and that that is uh, the most basic definition. My most basic definition for what socialism is. Nerd. I know I'm a nerd. Ozzy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can go next, buddy, since you called me a nerd. I nerd. Um... <laughs> For me, socialism, I guess the way that that I that I envisioned it before I saw the actual definition and what it was and what it really was for an economic system and a political belief, I always felt that socialism was a way to bring uh, people together under one, I want to say, banner so that they can pretty much fight for a better future, something that everyone could enjoy and benefit from, a system where everyone could grow and truly discover or be free in a way to develop the things they truly want to do in the world. So examples of that is... There are people out there who who want to be musicians, and I feel like um, under socialism, if they were to be given the opportunity to have more free time to themselves, they could actually develop skills and become musicians and share that skill to uh, for others. And I think um, that's also a, another big part is, for me at least, was that socialism would allow others to develop skills that would allow them to share with others. And I feel like a lot of people would appreciate it. Like people would be able to become amazing artists with all the spare time they would have, amazing musicians, amazing engineers, uh, amazing doctors, amazing writers, uh, poets. I just feel like there's a lot of these things that are hidden within people that they can't develop just because they're too busy stuck 
managing their life around work and not managing their life around what they want to do. And I guess socialism was, for me, a way to break free from a from a grasp that's holding you that's holding your potential back. So that's that's what I felt socialism was to me. Hell yeah, man! Well spoken. That was that's um, a good definition. Yeah, very good. I apologize to everybody else. Uh, oh. Well, I brought Seth with. I, I brought oh, Seth. That's with Seth. Me. I no. haven't heard. So yeah. open your freaking mouth, bro. On the topics that we were we were discussing that you heard, uh, did you have any feedback, any insights? Being a man of the um, world? Oh, yeah, yeah. We As a country, we are definitely overworked. We are kind of trapped in a cycle where we are just wage slaves, essentially. But at the same time, a transfer of cash is basically a transfer of time, and it's a transfer of energy. And it's a transfer of time and energy that's not really bound to a commodity. Like in a in a system where you'd simply barter or like a cashless society, you know, people in positions like scientists and doctors, it's kind of hard for someone like that to just barter scientific skill. Like if you got somebody who's specialized to work on a Hadron, hadron Collider, like that person's not really, it's going to be hard for them to succeed. And, you know, I think the biggest problem, one of the biggest barriers is the fact, the way we use cash, um, you know, because cash in itself culturally throughout history has really played a major role in our ability to allocate funds, which represents time and money. I mean, not time and money, time and energy in a way that people who wouldn't necessarily be able to function in a cashless society and push forward for technological advancements and stuff. So I, I don't. I'm not really educated enough on communism and stuff like that. But I, I lean more towards like cash is useful if you can fucking figure out a way to remove the corruption behind it. And socialism is a good thing too. And cash in a socialist society is also highly valuable. When we take money and we're able to allocate it, you can do things, you know, across state lines. Across international borders, you can you can keep cash in a socialist society and actually utilize it for good. The problem is getting it utilized for good. Like right now, you know, we send how much money overseas to just kill people, man? Mm-hmm. How much money do we spend lobbying for laws that, you know, like at the end of the day, limit us. At the end of the day, they prop up corporate organizations and allow them to continue to enslave us through debts, through like poor products, through any numerous things. How many times have you spent 20 bucks on something that was probably only worth a dollar? Now you're out 20 bucks. Like, just stuff like that. Um, but I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I'm, I'm pretty pro-socialism. But I'm also pro proper use of cash as far as, um, you know, like, because, uh, Jared, you mentioned the moneyless society thing. Yeah. And it's, it's a good thing. I think, you know, a barter system is really good. However, well, I, I Seth, really do. Uh, I, just, I, like, I want to define what I meant by moneyless, if you'll let me. I didn't mean yeah. I didn't mean going back to a barter system or a feudalist system. Moneyless meaning all of your basic needs are met, so you do not need money to provide for yourself. That's what I meant by moneyless. Because 
mm-hmm. your community oh, yeah, and your, and the people around you will support you. Uh, oh yeah, no, I mean that's pretty much all I had to say. It was I, I don't really have too much of a position. Uh, you know, I haven't really formed a position for myself on that, but uh, that's kind of like where my my thought process lies. You know what I mean? But that's all I have to say. Yep. And I cool. think Jared. Jared was jumping in to say something like, you know, I don't think that communism, because communism is supposed to be cashless. That doesn't mean that communism is that we must barter. We we must trade. It's kind of the abolishment of trade almost. Yeah, it's that that cash becomes no longer a commodity. So you literally, you can, you get paid by whatever your job is by doing it or whatever and then you take that to a specific place to get the resources you need like a grocery store but it is run by the government so you're give you're getting the cash but you cannot give it to someone else you you get it oh, from wait, the government jared. and you give it back to the government that's all you do with it oh jared wait jared. what what because that that doesn't sound like a cash. That is cashless just, because it's different, a, Evan. It's because commodity cash can be used to buy your. So if I'm given cash, if I'm given money, okay, I can then use it to pay another person at my same level to do something for me. So what you yeah, do is on, you remove Jared. that step. Yeah, Jared, still I, kind of like not. I don't know if I really agree with that because like we already have the ability to use cash without the government. And that, that freedom is pretty important to be able to train between I mean, our, between ourselves. Um, but at the same time, what we need to do is keep organizations uh, organizing their cash against the people. The, I think that might be kind of what you're aiming at with yeah, the, is having the government regulate stuff. But I think the government is just as easily corruptible as, well, you know, like people trading between each other. And I, I the, think the government, hands of the government... And that's another, that's another topic. Hold on. The government makes the cash, but Jenjen, what what did you have to say about that? Oh, so I wanted to say that um, the problem about cash system is that it it sort of make us like, make all of us look similar to each other, because like because it's a measure, right? It is a uniform measure applied to everyone. So everyone, so so from that sense, like because. Because in a society, when everyone values cash or value values money too much, like they can, everything could be converted in terms of like can be, everything can be measured by money. Like even something, for example, like 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 law of relationships, like or we we tend to like somebody who is very rich or who can, because people who who are very rich, they can they are able to make us happy in many ways right so or or love and also uh, talents right or or like people's gifts right so or these kind of or or people's dreams right people like like the these kind of things they are actually they shouldn't be measured by money but somehow in our society, they are now heavily related to money. And those things distinguish people from each other. They make us unique. But in, in front of this kind of money system, everyone's uniqueness seems to uh, get more and more vague, 
because because like if they want to if they accept this money system right i think that's the that's one of the pity or corrupting mechanism well i would say um to set to seth's point i think that the issue with Seth's point is that the the government is the one that makes the money. So if, if like okay, we get rid of the corrupt government, but we still are using money, well, the government is in control of the money. So that's kind oh. of a contradiction. But for but for Jared, it's not having money still, or like Jared referred to it as cash. But the proper way, from my understanding, to deal with the problem of money is labor vouchers. Right, so that's what I'm saying. People that do labor, right? But you didn't explain it properly, which may, led to the confusion. I think. Okay. So, labor. When you do labor, you earn labor vouchers. You learn. You earn. Let's say you earn one labor voucher per hour of labor, and labor vouchers are different, uh, distinct from cash and money, in the sense that you cannot accumulate labor vouchers. So you earn a labor voucher and it's distinct. You you know, okay, this is a labor voucher that Evan earned. And then when you spend the labor voucher, it is destroyed. Like you can't, you can't keep stacking labor vouchers. The labor voucher is like attached to the laborer and then right. removed from circulation once the laborer uses the labor voucher. So that, I don't know if that changes the way you were, thinking about what jared said uh seth or not but yeah it definitely does i guess my concern with a system like that would be uh the liquidity of it um one of the reasons uh human society is able to function the way it does like you look at the united states and our amazing geography man we got this watershed directly in the middle of the country we got deserts we got friggin' these this lumber we got mines we got all this stuff and the rest of the world, you know, some of these aren't really quite as well off geographically speaking and resource speaking. And I guess my concern for something like that would be like the liquidity of a labor voucher and how we could perform international trade. Because international trade to a society is like pretty important as far as like on a global scale. You you kind of said it yourself though. You said. Let's look at this nation, this nation uh, that is called the United States. We have, Dad said, from sea to shining sea, you know, and we have, you said, in the middle of the country, we have this, uh, uh, whatever you watershed. said, lake or watershed. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the this is a, we can almost all the way up to Montana, you know, so we can yeah. take barges on this relatively flat body of water and transport is super easily that's one of the things that allowed right. our nation to actually develop the way that it did right but yeah. seth you're well, assuming that the socialism... nation you're assuming that the nation would still be a thing because we're the whole point well, is to break on. down the borders partially so that they're so hold we on. would my... work for the benefit of the whole planet not for the benefit of one well, group of yeah. people so oh yeah my well, point... if you're applying your, your labor to a global scale then that's that's a good thing um yeah. you know that's yeah. that's why i brought liquidity between nations kind of thing right um, well that's what i was the, gonna like, say to sorry seth sorry so um yeah i i mean i don't think it's hard to implement uh, i think that it's it's really it's pretty easy to set like as long as we can like 
get the ball rolling. I don't think it would be too hard to. The, the point I was trying to make was you're talking about our nation, the nation, the watershed there, like how we've built this economy within the nation. But socialism and communism and even anarchism, whatever, left wing positions are meant to be this international global position where we all work together. And, and so we cross borders, like Jared said, but. When it comes down to it, though, when you're developing a system like this globally, you're going to have nations that adopt it first, some that adopt it way later, and there's going to be decades in between well, that. And so what happens correct. you know, to these groups of people during that transition phase? Are they just going to be cut off from the countries that use labor vouchers? I would, I would like to interject to give you my, defin- my way. There would obviously be an exchange rate. Uh, for trading outside the union. So like say say Mexico, the United States and Europe and China all be they all join this union that uses labor vouchers, right? So every other country is a late adopter to that. There would be an exchange rate, but it would only be for external to the union, right? So that would turn it yeah. into some other form of currency. Just like how you can turn rubles into USD. It would be an exchange rate. Just yeah. The reason you're Just able to exchange that stuff is because it has value to another country, and I guess I'm I'm wondering what the value of a like a labor voucher. A labor voucher be. is the same as money. It's just different. It's just yeah, a different yeah, way of doing it. So yeah, but what, it would have value. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, of course. So I want to interject it has value, and it's essentially the same as money. But I guess I'm saying, like, where would you get, like, because you. You have to when you're well, when you're exchanging money like that, you're exchanging our, something else. You're not exchanging. Topic, What's that? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was saying that our topic is to define what socialism is, right? Yeah. Yes. It's not to build the financial system, right? Right. It's not right. To do, right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We get off topic well, easily. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk about what socialism is too. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I think when so so in general, I think socialism. I think an ideal in an ideal society, I think there should be no disparity between people, and everyone should be respected the same way. And so, um, I think so like 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 what what I just said. I think people these days are treated more or less like a machine or. They or they themselves grow like in like grow like a machine, you know, because because I the way why I said it is because like most of our most of our jobs like we are we like we don't own we don't own what we created many like in many ways, um, so we are just like. So we so when we work we work like a machine, um, and uh but 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 like, and the the way how we, so I think that's that's one thing that's problematic. So I think I think human beings like the ideal way that they work is to release their full potential. They create things. They have, they should have they they, they should have like more novel like purpose for working instead of just uh, working for making money right so uh so i think 
Um, so that's one thing. And another thing is because of this kind of money thing, there there exists rich people, poor people, and then these kind of differences created a lot of troubles in our society. Um, and I think, I think these, I think, I think like these kind of things uh, make people don't don't like they they make people don't look like people. They look look make people look like animals or machines. That's a sad thing. So I want these. So I think in a socialism country or in a socialism society, um, I think, uh, I want. People shouldn't be treated differently because he or she is richer, or because he or she owns something more than others. Yeah, so I think that's what I think socialism is. Okay, so Dad, you haven't. I guess you haven't said what socialism means to you yet. So if you want, if you I've want to do talking, that, or I can go. I've been talking for about two hours, but. Okay, so you think you've already done it? Is what you're saying? I think you should do it. And then I will. Okay. Okay. Socialism to me would mean real democracy um, and democracy as a reality in opposition to bourgeois or liberal democracy. So instead of just talking about democracy as some sort of idea that's detached from the real concrete um doctrines that would create democracy where the majority of people actually are able to establish political positions you know for themselves people are basically democracy would be a, a sovereignty of the people as opposed to sovereignty of the ruling class or sovereignty of the monarchy etc so Socialism and democracy are synonymous to me, and I think that we need a real democracy where people, the, the the when the majority of people agree on a position, especially you know positions that would help alleviate issues for themselves and their neighbors and their brothers and sisters, you know that that is what is done. So to me, socialism would mean that workers have democracy within their workplace. They elect their 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 uh, supervisors. It would mean that everybody is provided with uh, food, shelter, water, healthcare. Everybody has the right to education. Uh, everybody has the right to do the uh, things that they want to do. Basically, I guess I don't know. People have the right to to go in the direction that they want to go in their life. So if you have a specific desire of what you would like to do in your life, you can go that way and there's no pressure on you to go another way because of the way that society or economics or whatever are pushing you. But I guess that's that's what I would say in short. So I love that definition. I definitely like the part where you said that no one's pressured to go a certain direction. And I think that really vibes with you because like if 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 we really lived in a in a in the society that you have envisioned, then you being a clown would not be frowned upon now. <laughs> <laughs> I like the part, Evan, where you said um that's the part I liked. 
All right, Dad, it's your turn. I can't tell. I can't tell if that was you, like actually not remembering what you thought you like. No, that was what you said. You That's what you did. About yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. And it was At awesome. first, I thought you couldn't tell, but then I was like, "Oh wait, maybe he's just making fun of the fact that I didn't say something." Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Dad, you're up. Well, um, for those of you who are just tuning into this program for the first time, I am Boomer Dad of Boomer Dad Millennial Comrades, and uh, generally, I, I am uh, very, very opinionated as. You listen to these programs, you'll come to understand why everybody jumps on my case. But anyway, I would start off by defining socialism as socialism is not. Okay. If you look in a dictionary, you'll read the word socialism and they get a definition. And same way with reading an encyclopedia, they'll give you this long drawn out bullshit and claim that that is clearly what socialism means. And I'm saying no. That is propaganda that is derived from a capitalist society looking to create uh, disinformation. Socialism is equality for all people. Socialism is the opposite of corrupt political system. Socialism is for individuals. It's not a form of government. Don't interrupt me, boys. It is a society of people as a collective working in a community. And I, I will touch on the words communism and socialism here for just an explanation. You take the IST off of either of those words, you get the true meaning of what those words mean. To commune, okay, that, that means we are a society of people in a community working for, on behalf of, and, you know, living with each other in a calm, rational manner. Same way with social. It's the opposite of discord. It's the opposite of chaos. It's the opposite of pandemonium. Okay? So, for me, Boomer Dad, giving you my opinion of, of socialism, I am a uh, anarchist libertarian socialist and I do believe in democracy in as much as Evan was saying that it is a voice one person one vote and we work as a collective for the benefit of all and I believe in in uh, socialism as being the way uh, as the saying goes a rising tide lifts all boats you know whether it's a dinghy or a yacht that tide doesn't doesn't discriminate, and socialism should not, in any way, shape, or form, discriminate to that either. You know, if you're fat or skinny, socialism doesn't discriminate. Red, yellow, black, or white, there's no discrimination. It it is all equal. And like I said, if you if you believe the propaganda of a dictionary or the propaganda of of a uh, encyclopedia, then you've already lost us. You're you're way behind the times, and hopefully that you'll stay with Boomer Dad and uh, Millennial Comrades and learn something, and we'll all grow together. And that 
in a nutshell, is what uh, Doc thinks about socialism. That was good. I agree with you. I know I you it. do. I love it. Equality. 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 I really like the part where you're describing um, how it doesn't matter whether what ethnicity, what race, what shape you are. If you're a clown like Evan, yeah. socialism will always treat you <laughs> fairly. These <laughs> <laughs> uh, are just our opinions, people. I love they are. I love. I love uh, I love calling on you, Evan. It's all well, love. Ozzy, no- Ozzy, the the joke's on you because you're now you're kicked out of the podcast. Yeah, you so. don't. You can't. You we Ooh. we've taken a vote while you were <laughs> calling him a clown for the third time, and you're out. <laughs> Five to we're, one. We're replacing you with vote. Seth. <laughs> Bigotry against clowns, man. Come on. <laughs> only, only. It's it's a democracy, so it's only fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, see you later. Fuck you, Ozzy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Back to the program. From here, we all talked about what our our personal philosophy of socialism is. Where do we go from here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just we just clown on Evan some more. You know. Yeah. I think that would uh, that that would be a good direction. I'm, I'm personally, I'm interested in a way. All of us became interested in socialism, these kind of things. Yeah. What's the story, personal story there? Yeah. Oh, mm. well, who do we want to start? That that? Is, That's that is a very good, good way to. I, I'd like to act. I, I want, I'm, I'm interested in asking Seth particularly because I called up, dude, I haven't talked to Seth in years. And I, um, I had Brenna send him a message because I've been thinking about Seth, my buddy, and, you know, missing him. And um, we talked a little bit before we got on here. So I don't know, Seth, if you have something to say. It goes down to a lot about what Ron said uh, when he was talking about taking the ISTs off the word or the the ISMs off the word, you know, communism, you know, people coming together as a community, socialism. Those are values that benefit society, you know, like that, you know. And I know when I came in talking about my my definition or Mine wasn't so much a definition as much as it was a, a ideological position, but uh, I know I talked a lot about like the um, cash liquidity and uh, values of trade, but really what drew me to it is just simply the concept of it. And when I bring up the concepts of trade and cash and stuff like that, I'm not trying to be devil's advocate for uh, capitalism, you know, in uh, you know compared to socialism. I just bring it up because if a society was to make a move like that, we would have to think about things like that because we would have to change things like that. So we need to think about things in a way where we are maintaining what is good and bringing on change that will make it better, you know? So that's why I bring that up. But what really drew me to it was simply, you know, doing what's good for society instead of what's doing good for the rich or having to play into the slavery of the rich, you know, that's what really drew me to it. Yeah. That's a good reason. Um, Hell yes. I can, that was badass. As for myself, 
Uh, I have been a communist since I was a child, very, very young. Um, I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've always been. <laughs> wait, I've always been. Wait, can, can Seth explain a little bit more about how he remembers that you were a communist <laughs> when you were a baby? <laughs> I was saying it as a joke. <laughs> um, uh, I thought you genuinely were like, yeah, I remembered it. <laughs> uh, but I was because uh, I was thinking about thinking about uh, young Jared. I, I was just making a joke. Uh, <laughs> I, I never had anything. I never had anything like that on my mind yeah. back then. You know what I mean? I was just making a joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've I've been a communist <laughs> since I was very very young. Since like as early as I can remember. I think part of it has to do with being raised. Uh, in a church and just the, the values of like, do one to the, unto the others as you would have them do to you or like that kind of thing. Also uh, just the values of humans. Like my own nature is to be very caring and giving to people. I would get, I would give up any part of myself, anything of myself to help someone that I know, or even just a random stranger. Uh, so it's, it's very, uh, it's just who I am uh, to be giving, uh, and that's that's why I'm a communist. Dude, I've always agreed with it. It it does feel really good. It feels better to give than to receive, yeah. man. Friggin', I tried I tried to take away from my time to help um, like random strangers when I can, dude. I ended up getting myself in a position where I was able to like fix this woman's electrical problems. I didn't even know her, dude. She just saw me in my work shirt. And I, like, made time to go help her, dude. And when she asked me, like, how much she owed me at the end, I was just, like, nothing, man. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, you asked me to help you at the store because you saw me in my work shirt. Like, I get paid by my boss at work, dude. I'm here on my own time to do this for you. Like, yeah. don't worry about paying me. And that that feels really good to just go and help people, man. Like, that yeah. need help. Like, I know whenever I think about when I need help, I'm like, fuck, man. How much is this going to fuck my wallet, dude? And, like, when someone just comes to your aid to, like, help you out, it feels so good. And when you can give that back, it feels even better, man, because you're like, I know what it feels like to be in that position. And being able to give someone that relief without taking away from what they have feels so good, man. Yep. Yeah, feel International you, Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Hell yeah. International Brotherhood of Electrical <laughs> Workers, bro. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. If we really truly go to socialism, then without capitalism, nobody's gonna have problems, and they're not gonna have people to help anymore because everybody's gonna be helped. <laughs> <laughs> That's a misnomer. I, I thought you were gonna Mark. call me a clown. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the misnomer, the misnomer is that you know uh, everybody thinks, and and thanks to you know dictionaries and encyclopedias propaganda and the repeated or regurgitated bullshit of mass media and politicians all talking about Marxism, Leninism, and, you know, capitalism and communism. And all you people are just, you know, screwy leftists and we're all going to go to hell if we go that way. Bullshit. Uh, for me, listening, listening to, to uh, Seth and Jared and, and knowing that Jen is eager to hear what, you know, what steers us as Americans in, in a direction that is apparently philosophically diametrically opposed to the American dream. Now I'm going to start. Ready? 
When I was very young, probably less than 10 years old, my father went through bankruptcy. And in bankruptcy court, the judge said, I absolve you of all of your debts, Mr. Moody. And my father said, no, that's not why I'm here. I don't want to be absolved of my debt. I will pay them. I just need you to tell them to give me time. Sorry, it choked me up. The American hey. dream, the American dream is that we have, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And in that parentheses, happiness is a whole slew of things which everybody has talked about, you know, whether, you know, it makes you happy to, to collect seashells or play with the lint in your navel, whatever is your happiness is your happiness. And we as a society, as an American society, seem to have gone to the perverse length of greed, selfishness, capitalism to the extent that it is becoming self-destructive. And what drew me to socialism is a belief that I have always had, and Jared touched on it, and Evan said amen to it, I believe. Service to others, like Seth has pointed out, is its reward. The feeling that you get when you care enough about your neighbor, or even a total stranger, to go and split a cord of wood that's just been sitting on their lawn for a month because they don't have an axe or they, they don't have the power, they're elderly, whatever the case might be, and you have empathy enough and balls enough to make that sacrifice of your time to do something you can easily do. What drew me to socialism, Jen, is in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, of which I am still a member, barely, uh, the society as a whole tends to look out for each other. And the men of the group do what's called service projects when a family is in need, especially desperate need. They would put a team of guys and go and do that thing whatever it was. Socialism. That's exactly socialism. And to me, when, when a community, a society, a group cares more about their fellows, their human being companions, that's socialism. Not this desperate, you know, clinging on to Damn, I need a million dollars. Damn, if I have two million, I'll be happy. You know, at the expense of everybody else. So when I was growing up, I watched my father climb out of bankruptcy. And he never looked back. He said, you know, I may never have a pot to piss in. But we had a happy family. That, to me... 
was the, the foundation of why I am where I am today. I really thoroughly enjoyed those service projects. I enjoyed serving other people. And when I look at what our society is becoming or has become and is getting worse, I think that socialism is the only thing that's going to save us. As, as far as, you know, the manipulation of cash and cash flow, Jared and I in the pre-show talked about, you know, the, the uh, United Federation of Planets and the uh, Federation's use of uh, credits and so on and so forth. And there is a structure, there is a solution. And Jen, during the pre-show, talked about uh, AI and, you know, setting up a structure of government through AI where it would be, you know, honest and uh, not as cutthroat at all like politics has become. But uh, reaching the conclusions that I've come to, you know, including my definition of, of socialism, that's where I have uh, found myself being steered toward uh, becoming socialist. I hope that answers your question as far as I'm concerned, Jen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for your very heartfelt, Dad. Well, you know I'm sincere. <clears throat> I may be full of shit. Yeah. But... <laughs> Ron, Ron, you've always been a really sincere dude. Every time I've ever talked to you, man. He's Dad's. Dad's a very good storyteller. <clears throat> he has always been a very good storyteller. Yeah, it's that passion he's got, man. Ozzy. What, is, what brought you to uh, your beliefs of socialism? What has led you to socialism? Um, when I was younger, I've always had a sense of empathy. And I can really thank my mom for helping me develop that sense of empathy towards others. Because she was always a very kind person. And she never really treated others unfairly or unkindly due to their status or uh, due to their appearances or of any of the sort. She, I guess she didn't really judge other people's characters very much either. She more or less just viewed them as a other human being. And that led me to developing a sense of viewing others as human beings. I, I guess I can also think the fact that I grew up in well, I when I, uh, as as someone who grew up relatively poor, my mother had to move places very often. I never I I I sometimes get jealous when I hear that oh this is my childhood friend because I never got to experience something like that because I moved schools pretty much every year. I don't think I've ever had a time where I ever stayed in a single school. So I would move schools every time, whatever friends I made, I would have to start anew. But I don't think that was necessarily a bad thing because I ended up developing a sense of um, diversity. I met everyone, all the ethnicities. I knew I knew Asians of every kind. I met uh, I met Native Americans. I met Indians. I met African Americans or just other folk who were black. I met a uh, different variation of white people. I met other Hispanics. And with that, I guess I ended up 
seeing others as just human beings. Everyone else is just a human being. They're not they're not this different race. They're not this different culture to me because it's not that's just not how I grew up. Everybody is just a fellow human being and whenever I get the chance to help another fellow uh, fellow human being I I pretty much try to help. And I grew up thinking that capitalism would have been the answer for helping me get to a goal of mine, which as a little kid, I was like, I'm get rich so I can help my mother and others around me. I want to, I want to take my mom out of this poverty, right. Or uh, out of being poor and stuff. And I was like, the only way I'm going to do it is with capitalism. But growing up, I learned that capitalism was actually not the answer. It wasn't the answer I wanted. Trying to interrupt, but I'm I'm just gonna say one thing, and I'm gonna, you know, stop talking. But like, it's you mentioned how like uh, capitalism. You were um, kind of like capitalism kind of drove you to want to participate to lift yourself out of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, to lift your parents out of like capitalist like woes you know what i mean and it's it's sad how capitalism can actually feed itself that way you know yeah. what i mean it almost like self-indoctrinates yeah, anyways i'm i just want right. to just say that you know um no, anyways no no yeah you're absolutely right i was on the i was on that path of oh if i can become rich i can get my mother the house she's always wanted i can get my stepfather his car his dream car like i i want i wanted to get to this point of financial freedom so I could just give away, right? Like, I wanted to give. I didn't actually want to take. I didn't want anything for myself. I just wanted to give. Like a reflection of, like, your good future, like, shining through that, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm done interrupting. No, no, no. <laughs> Not no the brother, So buddy. it's funny because I ended up, like, in the, in the right-wing rabbit hole. I, mm-hmm. I believed certain right-wing things i i was anti i was anti-abortion i didn't think women should should have had rights to abortions i didn't think that uh i I can't remember all the right-wing talking points that i that i used to believe because i mean it's been so long since i believed them i don't remember but whatever whatever right-wing rabbit hole things you could have thought of i probably had some type of agreement with and i i'm so glad i i got out of it because it led me to socialism and socialism is what I guess I always truly believed. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that we, we need to help each other. I, the one thing that I always bring up to myself is that without my parents or without someone else to help me grow or raise me, I would have basically have died or I would have basically have not been um, the person that I am today. And it's self-evident that human beings absolutely need each other and the fact that there's the fact that i believed that capitalism was a system that was for helping others with and it turns out oh, that was wrong it's not for helping others it's actually for helping the individuals it's not a it's not a collective it's a individual it's an individual system and i and Socialism is what opened my eyes to like, oh, this is what it means to help others. This is what 
coming together and helping each other really is. And I guess growing up in um in this diverse world, I uh I, I guess I would say is what led me to socialism is knowing that others are just the same as me, a human being who have problems which can be resolved by working together the same way we were born. When we were babies, we had problems and we had someone there to help us with those problems. And I believe we should definitely move towards a system that does that pretty much uh, helps us with our issues. And uh, that's what drove me to socialism, just finding out that capitalism wasn't was a facade basically it wasn't the thing that i thought it was i i i had the wrong view and socialism is what truly was what i was looking for yeah hey i um i don't want to derail this conversation but i feel like everybody else in this chat knows each other um i i don't know jen or ozzy man like where where are you guys from um just real quick if we got time would like could you guys tell me a little bit about yourselves dude i can i can go i can go real quick so i'm i'm mexican and my parents are from mexico i would be considered what the right wing would consider a anchor baby my parents came from mexico and they crossed illegally and i was born in the u.s and my mom was, uh, she, I had my dad, but then, you know, parents stuff or like relationship stuff. And my, my mom became a single mother and she was raising me and my sister. I actually have three other siblings, uh, including my sister. But at the time it was just me and my sister and my mom was a single mother. And well, you know, she, the fact that she was able to do this and all that um to raise us and everything and and become the way that we are is like why i thank her because she always showed kindness to us like although we were poor me and my sister never had needs we didn't we didn't suffer we didn't starve whatever we needed she was able she was always able to provide so that um that really helped a lot and yeah, I'm uh, I'm what uh, Donald Trump calls a border jumper. You know, I I I live in San Diego, but I also go to Mexico and come back and so forth. So I as well. And so I'm in California. And I cross the border often. Yeah, I'm now in Georgia, and I I come from China. So I I, I came I came to the U.S. in 2016 uh, for graduate schools. Yeah, and I'm still in school now. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I'm I'm at I'm at um so I'm interested in uh like this kind of uh, so so like uh social science stuff and I I'm I'm I met Evan uh in the anti work subreddit and yeah so that's why I'm here uh-huh. yeah. Jen interviewed yeah. Evan for her uh, doctorate. Yes. A... Yeah. Like for yeah for study. Yeah. And it was it 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 was great. I I learned a lot from Evan. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I would say I would jump in right now. Okay, that's the moment for me to jump in and be like, "Wait, how the fuck?" <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to be rude, but wait, how did you learn from me? <laughs> Evan's you know? a dumb guy. He never I'm... even went to high school. 
That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. no. Not... Listen, listen, listen. The question was asked to Jen. Let Jen answer. Yeah, yeah. Because ever because we we talked about uh, capitalism, uh, socialism, capitalism, these kind of things in our interview, and I think Evan knows it a lot better than us. Yeah. So, like, I think uh, he, I think he's an expert there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think he 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 really touches the like the 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 point where capitalism has problems. So that was very impressive for me. Like he talked about, like how how money is a corrupting motiv motivation, and how actually um, social how how so how like like in even in capitalist capitalist capitalism country like U.S. like these kind of democrat democracy uh, and a lot of like. Social progress are actually made by socialists, by, by by people who support socialism, by their activities. So, right, right. So, so that's I didn't know those things before. I mm. thought they were that demo, like democra democracy is a part of capitalism. <laughs> yeah, because because of the U.S. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Professor uh, Evans, I, I tell him all the time. He's a teacher. <laughs> A historian. Like I, when I heard, like, like you guys talk about why, uh, like, 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 uh, Ozzy, uh, Evan, Ron, and Jared. When when you guys talk about why, like, you were you you be, you became interested in socialism, I think like you are that kind of person that I I rarely see or I really met in my daily life actually. Because most people I've seen in my daily life, they are quite selfish, <laughs> hmm. you know. So, so I think, yeah. So, so, I, I, so, so, yeah. So, so that's why when I when I interviewed uh, Evan, I I felt very surprised that <laughs> there is that kind of people in the world. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Jared, um, Jen, does that is is are is, are you saying? Uh, through your previous statements, that Evan is the one who made you a socialist, or were you a socialist before you met no. him? Before I met him. Okay, but he I just he helped you form more views about it. Yes. No, yes. she understood capitalism and how bad it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Let me continue. So, uh, yeah. So, I think Seth's story to me, like, I think Seth is very, uh, is very like theoretical person. So yeah, so I I I and he I think he has a he has a very good ability to reasoning things and so on, yeah. So yeah, so like when it comes to my story, um, like so I think I'm the opposite. I was, cause I was, I went to I went I went to a boarding school like when I was twelve. Since I was twelve, I lived in 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 school for middle school and high school for six years. And that that school was a super school, which means that school that school can students in that school have really good grades, and they they are only going to work hard and go to very good universities in China. So, and my only goal in those six years to is to get better grades, is to rank higher in our school. 
um, I worked really hard for that, but I wasn't happy. Um, and when I, when, when I was in college, I joined a student club. That club talked about these kind of social problems and uh, they are actually com- communists. Mm. Um, and, and when I met them, I, I disagree with them a lot. But but I I, I still remember I, I, because why why because I think at that time my thought was everybody should work hard and take care of themselves. Don't they it, it, like they, they don't need to care about others. Every if everybody could take care of themselves, the world is in peace. And and that I still remember there was a senior like we were traveling and he he told me that. Actually, uh, people who are well educated in a society actually they should uh, take more responsibilities to help others. To to ha- they should also take more responsibility for the society, in like to to make to like to help people who who in need who are not in that well situations. So I was moved at that point. Like he has, because because he he's he, like he like you guys he was very sincere and he really did that kind of things to help people in need, and so th- at the time I was I was moved so I I turned to, I, and I think my my world becomes more colorful after I joined that student club because they 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 you know like they they just when it whenever they have time they care about these kind of social problems discuss it and they also want to help people in need i feel like they are real human beings <laughs> compared to me compared with compared like my my past life just to always working hard to get better grades you know so so that that that's the that's when i started and actually yeah and actually Actually, why I worked very hard at the beginning was because I want to marry a very good, a, a very rich guy or a very decent guy <laughs> when I was twelve. Yeah, because <laughs> I was yeah my my family is average. I thought like if you, if I could go to a very good university, then I could meet such a guy, I could meet such a guy, and and so that 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 actually supports supports me like until like. I, so then that's why I, I came to the US and I did a PhD. But but when I started my PhD, I, I found like when I came to the US, because many people, many Chinese people, they can if they can come to the US for graduate schools, that means they usually have money or they are also they they are very they are very good in school, right? So I met a lot of those people in my graduate school, but I found that like those people who are better than me, they are even more snobbish than me, meaning that they want they want they want to marry better people than them, you know. So that I found like this kind of thing is like a. Every, like it's a, it's a lottery, you know. Like everybody wants better, like you know. And and so even for for I want to go to a very good school. And later, I found that like actually there are so many people competing for this kind of very rare chance. So I was actually working so hard for this kind of lottery things for so many years. So I felt that like if if everybody could, if if, if people could become less. Less well, optimizing, or yeah, Jen they Jen, could be happier. Yeah, I 
I remember you asking me when we had first talked in that interview. I think we talked uh-huh. for like three we talked for like three hours, but I recall yeah. you saying to me, like I was describing, you know, my girlfriend or something or my love life. And then you yeah. you were like, wait, why don't you just want to be with someone who has more money than you? Because I was actually describing how my girlfriend was of a higher class. Like I was working poor and she was middle class and that that was kind of an issue almost. Not that it was like a major issue, but that like to me, you know, or whatever, but that you were saying, well, why don't you want that? Like, don't you should want that. And I described why I shouldn't. Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you remind me. <laughs> yeah. And that's my story. So it's, yeah, it's the other side, right? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool, mm-hmm. though. It's a, it's a good story. What attracted me to socialism was I think that I've always been um, interested. I've always been very social, first of all. So I, I'm really interested in other people. I want to be friends with other people. I want to talk to other people. I want to listen to other people. I want to help other people. And then, obviously, um, I think that for me, life is kind of my perspective is kind of just like being a being a person. I want to I want to talk to everybody else and have relationships with other people and be po- a positive helpful um force in the community so i mean for me socialism is kind of an extension it's like a political and economic extension of my friendliness i guess you could say i want to be friends i want to be helpful i want to assist and so socialism in a way is just a an extension of helping of my my desire to be friends and to help. Oh, I was going to say that it's it, it's very late uh, yeah. here, so I, I I need to go. Okay, yeah, we should. Okay. Go. thank you. Yeah, it's great to hear you hear your guys' stories. Yeah, <laughs> and talk to Don't lie to me. Great. Don't make me feel good. About it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Jen. Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Pecan pie. And peaches. Oh, yes, yes. I will try that. What the All fuck? Right. That's what we were talking pecan. about before you showed up. We were talking about pecan pies with, and peaches. With peaches? Not that with them. So no, she's in Georgia. Oh, not at the I same thought, time. I thought it was no, peach no. and pecan pie. I was no. That sounds actually good. Out. That actually sounds good. <laughs> no, that's dude, awful. Pecan pie, right. dude. What's also good is fucking sweet potato pie. That shit's so Ooh, fucking That's good. fire, dude. That's good <laughs> stuff. Oh, oh well, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me interrupt real quick. All right. Bye, Jen Jen. I don't, yeah. we, don't, we don't want to keep bye. you longer. Bye, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. All right continue. I want to hear what you guys are saying. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You guys are crazy as fuck.